Hi, it's Michael Benner. Stay tuned as my last Intervision broadcast on KPFK follows in just a few moments. This is from November 23rd. After 14 years of doing Intervision on KPFK, we wrap it up with this program. Oh, and wait till you hear who comes by. We have a surprise guest that even I did not anticipate. It was a great show, a lot of fun. Now, the good news is that Intervision's not really going away. It's just growing up. It's going from radio to broadband. That means instead of listening on your radio, you can listen on your computer as you're doing right now. All you need to do is subscribe at focusedpassion.com for just 99 cents a week build monthly. Put that on your ATM card, one of your credit cards. It's easy to do. You can enroll in less than five minutes and begin to receive Finding Yourself in Paradise. This is a program I'm doing from Maui, Hawaii with my partner of 30 plus years, Steve Snyder. It's a program very much like InterVision in that it's about metaphysics and the development of consciousness, personal development and self-realization. But in addition to the cutting-edge news and information from scientific research and the wisdom of the ages, each program will include an audio journey. Yeah, an actual visualization or guided imagery meditation exercise, something we were never allowed to do and could never do legally on the radio. But now we can put it right on your computer once a week, a one-hour program unlike anything you've ever heard before, for only 99 cents a week. Go to FocusedPassion.com right now and subscribe. FocusedPassion.com. You're going to love it. I want to thank you for your many years of support, for listening to me on KPFK and in the past on commercial radio. Join us now for our third iteration, Finding Yourself in Paradise, on a computer on your desktop, your laptop, your iPod. Subscribe now at FocusedPassion.com for just 99 cents a week, billed monthly. Thanks a lot, and stay tuned for the last InterVision program. So long. Good afternoon, day after Turkey Day, 2007. Hi, hello, howdy. 
Michael Benner with Intervision till 2 o'clock this afternoon, one of the few programs you'll hear today that's live. <laughs> I don't know why it just didn't occur to me to take the day off today. And I'm glad I had enough turkey yesterday to last through Sunday or Monday, I think, and the gravy and the... Um, they should just call it Carb Day. That's what it is. Starches and carbs and potatoes and yams and bread and corn and peas. and Anyway, I hope you had a wonderful day yesterday. And what it's really about is not the food, but giving thanks. That's called gratitude. And InterVision is a program about personal and spiritual development. Gratitude plays a very important role. So See, I'm back to talking about food again. Rolls, there you go. Rolls with butter. No, no. And so I hope uh, that you had a chance to reflect yesterday and maybe a little bit today and over the weekend on everything that uh, you have to be grateful for and give your thanks to whatever is your sense of the highest power in the universe, the ultimate intelligence and compassionate source of all passion or passionate source of all compassion, if you will. Anyway, uh, really nice to be with you today, and uh, it does feel a little awkward to me to be here. For one thing, the uh, there's just a minimal staff here at KPFK, not too many people in the building, and uh, so that's always a little odd. But uh, this is the last InterVision program that I'm going to host. I want to make it real clear. InterVision is going to continue Monday through Thursday and most likely Friday as well. Lisa Gar, of course, calls it the Aware Show on Wednesday and Thursday, but it's a strip that you hear at 1 o'clock pretty much every day of the week, and I presume you will continue to. You know, I made an announcement last week about the possibility of a, well, last week we didn't think it was a possibility. We thought it was a done deal about a new show, a different show, that I would be doing here on KPFK um, with my wife, Doreen, co-hosting. Once we move to Maui, and uh, that's next week, movers are coming in a couple of days, and uh, we're actually flying out Wednesday, or I guess a week from Wednesday we fly out. So that's real, that's a done deal. I'm moving to Maui with my beautiful wife, and uh, this program is moving to podcast. And yeah, I did make this announcement last week, but you know, democracy is a funny thing. Uh, KPFK... Uh, there are more committees and advisory boards and groups here than, uh, than I know of, and I've only been here really for 14 years, so I guess it's still in the works, and I'm not really sure all that's involved. But, um, so I can't really comment on that. I can't really, I don't really know what the future is for us here at KPFK. I don't want to make the same mistake that I made last week. Uh, so what we will do is talk about the fact that this program is going to move really from radio to the internet, from broadcast to broadband. And, uh, oh, maybe we do have a surprise guest. We'll see if we can, uh, oh, this is very cool. Far out. More to be thankful for. Stay tuned. We have a surprise for you. So, uh, can't talk about the new program, the Michael Benner Show, whether that's going to happen or not. 
when it will be on, all of that is up in the air. Who's going to do intervision next week? I guess the decisions just haven't been made yet. Or, uh, you know, what Stevie wanted to say, signed, sealed, and delivered. Um, we just don't have uh, the final decision on that. So it's all up in the air. And uh, so stay tuned. You'll be surprised. Intervision will continue. That's the important thing. Uh, this program, I've done for 14 years, and I want to talk about InterVision because I was one of a small committee of people that started this program 14 years ago at KPFK. Uh, most of those people have moved on to other jobs and other radio stations and other cities. Uh, Richard Bird is still here, your Monday host of uh, InterVision, continues to be here. He and I were part of that. Can he come in? No? Do you want me to go get him? Yeah, well, if you can come in. Yeah, hang on just sure. a second. He's going to listen in the car. Oh, well, see if we can get him in studio. We far out. Surprise, still not telling you <laughs> who we've got here. Okay, um, so I want to talk about intervision. I want to talk about uh, the whole idea of consciousness programming on the radio, which, again, only this radio station. Uh, has really honored and respected enough to give it a spot, a regular spot on the radio every week, to do it in the middle of the day, one until two in the afternoon, whether it's called InterVision or The Aware Show, as Lisa calls it. still a program about spirituality and health. Imagine a program about metaphysics and mysticism, about real magic and the secret, the law of attraction, which is the core concept uh, along with karma and reincarnation of metaphysics and really the unifying worldview of spirituality, East, Middle East, and West. So this is going to continue. That's the most important message I have for you today. My version of it is going to move as I am moving geographically to Hawaii in a matter of days. And so uh, we're going to go from radio to Internet with the InterVision program. It's going to change its name. We're going to have a co-host, and uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that later. Hi, wonderful. Come on. Come on and sit down. Nice to see you. Yeah, we do have a surprise guest, it turns out, on kind of a lazy KPFK day. So we will talk about the brand-new program and hopefully get a telephone call from my partner uh, in Hawaii about this uh, this podcast. But uh, this is nice, especially when the halls are empty at KPFK and have a guest like this just swing by. Jackson Brown, howdy. How you doing? Oh, we're doing better and better. You know, we're just bragging about we're moving to Hawaii. So How, how nice. How yeah. nice for you and for Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. How do you happen to be at the station We're today? upstairs um, doing a taped presentation that's going to be run on KPFK uh, in support of the archives. And um, I was on a conference call with Bonnie Raid and, and uh, Harvey Wasserman, and Graham, Graham Nash was here with me. And... Uh, I stepped out into the halls, finishing our things, and heard the dulcet tones of your voice going through the the halls. I've always really loved your show. I had to come down here to see if I could actually see what you look like. (laughs) We've met, but uh, I'll tell you, the last time I gave you a nod and a howdy was at Jim Ladd's party after he got the star. Oh, yeah. Remember when we went across the street to that I remember. Uh, I remember that and being there, and I'm not, not sure I knew that I was meeting you. You probably didn't. I, I didn't realize I was meeting you. Yeah, well, 
I'm less recognizable than you are, that's why. Well, I also got to see Sergio Milanchenko today. I mean, I mean, I was listening to his program, and then this door, I pulled in the parking lot, and this door opened, and I thought, but I, you don't know if it's him or not. You know, it could have been. So you haven't met Sergio yet? No, and I, but the thing is, that's the thing about our radio, and we were so, it, the vo- human voice is so intimate. There's such an intimacy communicated by it, and yet we don't. Oh, you know, I I wonder how many people who listen to you really have never seen your face. People, Jackson, are disappointed all the time, <laughs> just constantly. They say, "Oh, gee, I uh, you're the Michael. I, I always thought you were a good-looking guy." <laughs> no, stop it, <laughs> surfer dude, or something. That's Doreen, of course, my wife uh-huh. with us here. Uh, also, Doreen and I saw you with Willie across the street. Yeah. And when was that? At the um, It was last February. It was at the John Fidel was Yeah, there. that was a great night for me. I really enjoyed that so It much. was. It was the day I had I interviewed Willie, and then we got to see you guys all at the Gibson Amphitheater right. that night. So right. that was a great night for me because I was able to get my whole band, and nobody the band really wasn't. We weren't doing shows at that. Uh, point, we were sort of everybody on different projects, and there was one particular guy I didn't think I could get, but it was the guy that plays him, plays all the sort of twangy stuff. Oh, wow. like, oh God, let me let me have him in the band <laughs> when I get to play for Willie's audience. But that, it was it was a great night because it was uh, John Trudell and uh, Willie Nelson. It was and, a good cause, good charity. Yeah, it was for uh, the support of yeah ovarian ovarian cancer. cancer. Yeah. 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 And. Uh, Let's see, what other Jackson Brown stories do I have? You know, the first time I met you goes back to when you were part with Graham and uh, Helen Caldicott right. of the No Nukes deal right. up at Avila Bay All right. in the late, it was right. that the late 80s? In the late 70s, oh, 78. Man, was it? Yeah. And then there was the Military Electronics Expo down in Anaheim. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, you were there. And Graham. <laughs> it, was, it just all runs together. Are you sure it was me? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> maybe it was maybe just, the other judge. Maybe it was the military <laughs> ex- Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah it it's fine. We were just it. upstairs doing something uh, about the no nukes. Uh, it was sort of to commemorate uh, our involvement in, in uh, you know, opposing nuclear power then and, and recently. We just did some. We did some. Uh, Internet outreach, and we did a video on YouTube, and 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 created a petition that 120,000 people signed almost within about a week, and we t- took to Congress. And it was interesting to find out how few of the Congress people we spoke to had actually were aware of the of the the language that had been snuck into the clean energy bill that was treating nuclear power as a new and clean and renewable energy. Oh my God. They would say, say, it is, they have, and the, they look at their, their staffers and say, oh, it must have happened in ways and means or something. I mean, it's an incredible uh, the, the, the system by which these laws get drafted and then agreed upon is very long and arduous, and so many of them hadn't even heard about it. And um, so we, it, it was sort of an emergency in those days that we started, but in, in the ensuing 30 years, no new plants had been ordered, and it really seemed like the question of the viability of it as an, as a, as an energy source had been sort of settled, although we're still going to have the waste from those plants 30 years ago. Those plants, the waste from that plant, those plants will be with us for 280,000 years, mm-hmm. and the ones that we, oh, minus 30. <laughs> and minus 30 years and but i mean that's a long time to have some uh waste you know that, to take care of that you and so but that the question really hasn't been solved 
still hasn't been sold. And what yet, to do and with yet, the waste, you mean? Yet to do with the waste. What yeah. to do, what, how to keep it uh, away from the population and keep it from contaminating, you know, and killing everybody. But uh, still the nuclear industry has, has, has taken the opportunity to, of the global warming crisis to say this is the this is the solution, even though none of these none of these things have really have been solved. You're right. The uh, it's been over 30 years since a nuke has been built in this country. Yeah. Well, and I thought we settled this controversy, right. but uh, uh, in fact, that brings me to another question I have for you, which is how you motivate yourself to stay charged up. I mean, I'm watching uh, CNN this week. Uh, they put their uh, logo up in. A green color. They're they're celebrating that they're green this week. <laughs> Only, th- and I'm thinking, you know, do the math. Thirty-seven years since Earth Day, since the first Earth Day, wasn't that in 1970? I think Senator Gaylord Nelson and yeah. all of that. And Thirty-seven years. It's like, gosh, didn't we tell you about this? Didn't? Yeah. Carl Sagan and Bucky Fuller and. Uh, and Rachel Carson. I mean, didn't we go over this four decades yeah. ago? And now they're yeah. It's amazing how supplies. how often one has to repeat your message. And this is the things that we praise politicians for when they're when they're successful and when they're good at it is that they're able to stay on message. Wait, nobody says, and you have to stay on message and on message and on message. On you have to keep repeating yourself. I just saw John Edwards speak do, do five uh, speeches in two days. And I was amazed at how resilient he is and how able he is to to say these things and you say them over and over and over again. Of course, that's not yeah you know, that's that's just five times in two days. But I mean to to go on saying something for thirty years, I, I, you would think that that the information would be assimilated into the into the into the cultural memory and that people would have learned, you know. Well, that was my question for you. Right now in my head, I'm hearing you sing Fountain of Sorrow. How many times have I played that on the radio as a DJ? Uh, how many times have I listened to it at home or on my iPod? How do you, and, and that's just one of scores of songs that you've written that are not only beautiful but politically relevant, and still you're concerned and still you're an activist. Uh, how do you stay fired up? Well, I think the answer is that you you... You get it's like breathing. You have to sort of get unfired up at times. You actually have to like relax and not do anything for a while. Otherwise, I think you would be in sort of some sort of uh, stasis. You know, I actually have to take time off. And uh, the truth is, I don't go around fired up all the time. You know, there, there are times when, and, and in order to be able to respond to an emergency, you have to have had some, you know, time away from those subjects. But I. I I, I, I think that is a problem for everybody. And they talk about compassion fatigue or, you know, I mean, these, these events, you know, in, in the, in the popular, in the, in the focus of the popular culture, you know, I mean, they, they, every generation or every 10 years or so, there'll be like a big mass, you know, event, an event in which everybody's attention is focused on something. And, and then it seems as if people are tired of it and don't want to, we don't want to focus on it. I don't want to hear about it anymore, you know, and they're looking for something. But I think that's a characteristic of our, of our culture and that you have a short attention span and you have, you have to constantly satisfy the desire for something new and to hear something new. It'd be better to just, um, 
take a break with something eternal like you know the wilderness or you know I mean surfing is a good you know uh, doing do something that really renews do you. Do you surf? I do. Do you? Yeah. Didn't know that about you. I know you're not born. Very, not very well, but it's, <laughs> that's not the point. The point is that I, you, enjoy, you enjoy it. If you enjoy it, it renews you. You, you know, were born and raised in Orange County, weren't you? Not born, but yeah, I, I went to. Well, I, I went to high school out there in Orange County. Yeah, and it was four years, but it was like a lifetime. Was, I'm trying to remember. I think the first album I played of yours on the radio would have been "Saturate Before Using." Right. Was that your first LP? It was, it, I know, yeah, it's not, wasn't the title of it, although even the record company has printed that on the spine of it what now. What was because the title? <laughs> just, just self-titled, it's just Jackson, Jackson Brown. Jackson Brown. But because it said that on the front, it was supposed to be one of those water bags. Yeah, it was you, your you water submerge right. in a trough <laughs> at the gas station and fill with water and put on your, your radiator and it would help the, cool the air as it went through your radiator. And so, but on, on my water bag, it said, on the back, and on the guy who was doing the album cover, he had one too. He said, "Yeah, we'll make it look like a water bag." He put it on the front. I said, "Well, people are going to think that's the title." He said, yeah. "Who would think that was the I title? Did. Was what does that mean?" Anyway, <laughs> I was a jock then. We didn't know what yeah. it meant, not what it meant, but it didn't matter. But that's the thing about music: is you half of what you think a song means is com- comes from you anyway, or well, more than half. Um. It's really nice to have you here, and Thanks. I appreciate you being here. I don't know if you can hang. You're welcome to I stay I actually for a can't because I, 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 I'm on my way to another destination where I have to be on a conference it, call I, I, with I, Bonnie and Graham. And so I, oh, they'll, they'll excuse me for having stopped and, and, and said a lot. I'm, I couldn't. Uh, I, I didn't hesitate to come in. And we love it that you came in, Jackson. Thank you so much, especially for the final Intervision show. Yeah, it's very cool. Is this the final? What for is me, going on? What? I'm going to Maui. I'm, I, in fact, last time we were will, there, that, we that, ran into Bonnie right. at Willie's house, and, and we uh, talked right. to her. And uh, Again, I, I had interviewed Bonnie back in the No Nukes era. Yeah. And, and she is so adorable. She yeah. looks, she, isn't she cute? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she is just, she is just, <laughs> I, I know I yeah, had to I say it. to her, I go, you are just so adorable. She is. She's well, she got, had that little hat on. She yeah, so, she did. She, she did, but you know, I just she's got spent the little, two or three days with her, so, um, she's got the little teen body going on and she's, she does. you she's, know, she's great. I'm going to tell you, you said that. She's, um, <laughs> yeah, she's, She's fantastic. Yeah. And I, and I'll well, all you guys, everything you've done for. But, but I, I want to ask you. I mean, what what is the story? You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna keep you doing the shows from there, or, or well, you know, I made an announcement last week about the possibility of doing a different show with Doreen here on KPFK, but it turns out there's so com- so many committees and advisory groups, oh. and we try to keep this thing uh, um, as democratic as possible, and so. I messed up, and so we we don't have any of that approved, and don't really know what we're going to do in that regard. But this program is morphing into a podcast mm-hmm. called "Finding Yourself in Paradise," mm. and finding it's a play in words. Finding your self means your true right, self, right, your right. deeper nature, yeah. and paradise is the altered state that comes about when you meditate, when yeah. you relax and close your eyes and visualize a place of perfect peace and. As you know, that's what we've been about right. here for all those years. So um, I, I have an opportunity to move to a kind of semi-retirement lifestyle with my wife and our cats and a place that I've visited dozens and dozens yeah. of times. I've hiked all over the island. Yeah. I've been in the crater three different times. and So that's we're going to do it, great. man. That's great. Yeah, next that's week's my 60th question. birthday. 
So I'm, I well, happy birthday and <laughs> congratulations on on transitioning to thank a, you. a uh, thank you. You know, you've your your um your programs have always been a source of inspiration and renewal for me. I mean, it, even because even because I. I generally get to listen on, on my way to work, and I'll, it'll be 15 minutes in the car, and then I'll sit there in the parking lot, wh- you know, waiting for an opportunity to turn off the car and go inside <laughs> and go to work. And I'm always, uh, you know, amazed by how much focus and, and clarity and renewal come from just a few, you know, minutes of, of what you have to say. Wow. So I hope that you will, I hope you continue doing these these kinds of shows for us. We will. I'll have, uh, in my late 90s, one foot in the grave, and I'll still, <laughs> <laughs> you know, hold and it beyond, off. And yeah, beyond, and beyond. I yeah, mean, we, we get Alan Watts, and, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be going home at, like, you know, one in the morning, and there'll be Alan Watts again. There I am in my parking lot thinking, I wonder if I could, like, run upstairs and turn on the radio and not miss any of this. <laughs> well, well, I just, likewise, want to return to you. You, you anticipated my comments to you, uh, especially since you've mentioned Jack's, I mean, um, Graham and Bonnie and, and all the other Southern California-based yeah. uh, uh, musicians who've been so active and so much at the cutting edge of keeping it alive and stoking the fires and keeping the vision alive. And to be an artist like you guys, to to write the lyrics, to sing the haunting uh, melodies, to allow the muse to move through you. I think this is all part of a grand conspiracy of the universe trying to heal itself. Yeah. And if we allow ourselves to be instruments of that spirit, of that force, yeah. then we're going to do wonderful things. And I was listening to my son play the guitar this morning. He's he's, he's 25, and he's he's here for the holidays. He's, all, he's away at school, and... and uh, but I was thinking how you know, I'm busy jumping in my car and running off someplace like that, and he's going to sit there on the couch and just dream and make up something. And I'm thinking, and I, I don't know if it's a, a function of a time in one's life or, or whether you're able to, you know, retain it. But it gets harder and harder to do as you go on. But I do think it is an attempt at your holistic self, your 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 whole self, to address what really matters. And in the moment, um, you know. Hopefully I can get a little bit of that in myself, you know, in this this next really busy time. And uh, you mentioned you had cats. I mean, I congratulate myself for sitting down with a cat for about 15 minutes a day, and like has, you know, was happy about it. And I was, you know, whatever you do to actually be in the moment and 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 yet be in a contemplative state is really good for us. Whether cool. we do it, whether we do it in Maui or get or do it, uh, you know. As long as we have our cats with us. Yeah, come to Maui and surf. Yeah, come (laughs) to us. All right, I'll look you up. Yeah, thank you, Jackson. Thanks. It's a pleasure. Jackson Brown, how nice. Just happened to be in the building, so we dragged him in. He's off to save the world, all of us doing the best we can. That's very nice. It feels like a very nice uh, present from the universe, Jackson Brown. All right, so um, let's see where we are here. It's... uh, coming up in the halfway mark of what turns out to be, well, we knew going in, I announced almost three months ago that this would be our last show. You know, I guess I'm so busy. Doreen and I have been uh, buying airplane tickets and arranging to have all of our stuff put on a big container, and it's got to go on a boat, and then the car's got to go on another boat, and the cats have to be approved and certified, and all this testing, and I think we've just been so 
Well, stress terrain. <laughs> Which is, the word stressed is dessert backwards. Well, there you go. That's a nice reframe. Yeah, there you go. So. But I haven't really thought about much about this being our last show. And Brooks, well, especially because we thought we were, <laughs> never mind. Never well, Brooks mind. Uh, said are you, on the way in, are you sad? And I said, no, I'm not, but. I guess I am in a way, and I'm just I'm not really in touch with my feelings. And then, well, especially because you started Intervision 14 years ago, you were it was your idea, wasn't it? Well, yeah, Richard and I, Richard Bird had approached. Uh, we had a director of operations, a program director, then named Gwen. I'm trying to remember Gwen's last name. And uh, she had she shared this vision. She thought that a program about human potential, personal development, uh, self-realization, a consciousness development program. I mean, in all areas of social reform and political activism, there has for many years been talk about raising consciousness. Right. But uh, she said, we, we should do a strip. And I'd talked to her about it, and apparently Richard had talked to her about it. And we had a couple other hosts at the time. And uh, they went their way. And then Nita Valens came in probably eight or ten years ago. And about five years ago, Lisa Gower had an idea for a program that she used to do three days a week called The Aware Show. So Intervision was on for almost ten years at night at 11 o'clock. I remember. And then about, um, I guess, four and a half, five years ago, uh, these programs got blended the intervision program from the evening and the aware program got blended. Hence, we have this trip Monday through Friday at one o'clock. But yeah, I was here at the beginning and, um, I was just thrilled at the prospect then. And it's hard to believe 14 years have gone by. You know, all this time, Roy Tuckman has been dedicating one show a week to consciousness. Yeah. Roy's always had consciousness night. So he's been playing the Alan Watts tapes, and he's been holding forth. And my relationship with Roy and Diane goes back 25 years, and you met them almost that long ago. I remember they were on their motorcycles, and we ran into them. The first time I met Roy and Diane was at the uh, Ford Theater, and we went to the Acid Convention. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, it was was, um, the... I don't know, refresh my memory, but it was... It well, the guy that invented acid was there, wasn't he? Hoffman? Yeah, yeah. Julius Hoffman, or what was Albert his? Hoffman. Albert, yeah. The Albert Hoffman Foundation. And not that we, we was were just... Was he there, we were, yeah. or were they just talking about him that night? Oh, I don't remember, but I remember that the next day you were on Channel 9. You were doing their mid-morning L.A. show, and you were on for the whole hour with the psychiatrist. We told him we were at the Ford Theater the night before, and he said, oh, the acid convention. <laughs> Which was pretty funny, and so I mean, not that we would know anything about that, but uh, every psychiatrist worth his salt uh, was there, and that's where we ran into Roy and Diane, and they look pretty cool on those motorcycles. But yeah. before you go on, I just want to say thank you again. Um, I don't know if he's listening, but wow, Jackson Brown, you know my my soundtrack of uh, the '70s and '80s at least, and and beyond. But what a wonderful person! What a wonderful activist! And 
you know, what he continues to do for peace. Looks uh, as young as ever. God, does he look great or what? He's, I, I called think, Bonnie Raitt adorable. <laughs> Jackson Brown's pretty adorable himself. Must be that surfing that keeps I guess. Up. I don't know. We're going to, are we going to start surfing when we get to Maui? Because I think we should. Everybody that we know over there that surfs looks pretty good. I could good. find a, a board big enough, I think. You know, oh, listen. Well, you might get one for your birthday. You just never know. So you have an announcement. I do. About I do. Cindy, why don't you read that? You know, I'm I'm really uh, excited about this forum to be able to mention things like this. But you know, all of, we all know Cindy Sheehan, and and I love her. I just think she's amazing, an amazing human being, and everything that she's done for the peace movement, and had the privilege to uh, interview her. But there was a rumor going around that Nancy Pelosi said that she would put impeachment back on the table, which I, I'm wondering why it was ever off the table. I mean, these guys are war criminals. They have committed treason. They have committed felonies, like out in the open. We all know it. Everybody knows it. And for for these people to take impeachment off the table when it is the Founding Fathers gave it to us as a tool to get rid of bad leaders. Now, how much worse can you get than this? So, uh, well, Let me say about that, Nancy Pelosi does not have the power to take it off the table. No. It's a part of the Constitution that we, the people, can throw the bums out. Right. And uh, if we have some incompetent fascists, and the emphasis, I think, fortunately, is on incompetent, because they've all almost been able to do it. But they need to be removed from office. I'm less concerned with impeachment now than imprisonment. Yeah, we got to get these guys in jail. They are war criminals. Uh, just, just let the system work. Let them have a jury of their peers like Scooter did. Bush can't pardon himself once he's out of office. Yay. And to see him in a zebra suit breaking rocks in the hot sun. And maybe waterboarded. Maybe we should, you know, since it's not torture, well, maybe they just like just to see what it's like. A little waterboarding for Bush and Cheney. I don't really want anybody, even my worst enemy, to be waterboarded, but that's the point. Pelosi has no power, no authority, and no right to be selective in her enforcement of laws and codes. No, and she works for us. Exactly. She works so. for us, and the, this arrogance is hubris. But anyway, so there was a rumor that she would put impeachment back on the table if she would receive 10,000 handwritten letters encouraging her to do so. And then it went back and forth, like, did she say this, didn't she say this? Well, Cindy's saying it doesn't matter if she said it or not. Let's make this action our miracle on 34th Street moment, our holiday present, accountability and justice. And... So Cindy says, instead of, dear friends, instead of sending your impeachment letters for Dick Cheney, because we're talking about Dennis Kucinich's House Resolution 333, which calls for the impeachment of Dick Cheney. I mean, this is a start. At least we'll get hearings, and at least it'll go into um, that phase of it, the hearing phase. But uh, So instead of sending your impeachment letters for Dick Cheney to Nancy Pelosi's office, Send them to Cindy's office so they can get accounts, so they can't bury these letters. So here's the address. Everybody get a pencil, and I, I will try to repeat this at this the end of the show. This is to support Kucinich's... This is to support House Resolution 333. As introduced by Kucinich. 
Exactly. And what you want to do is send a handwritten note because emails, they just get a million emails and they oh, delete yeah. them. So send a handwritten note and we're going to be sending ours because they've extended this deadline. With a personal to, heartfelt sentiment. Exactly. Tell her not to take impeachment off the table. Tell her that this, these people have committed treason. They're traitors. And send your letters to Nancy Pelosi, care of Cindy for Congress, re-impeach Dick Cheney. And the address is 1260 Mission Street, San Francisco, California, 94103. What's the number on Mission Street again? 1260 Mission Street, San Francisco, California, 94103. And send these to Nancy Pelosi. These will not be open, so don't include contributions for Cindy, which, you know, Cindy is running for Nancy's seat. She said if she didn't take impeachment off the table, she'd run for her seat. You mean put it back on the I mean, table. if she didn't put it back on the table, she would she would run for her seat, and she is. And so, I mean, I I'm think... I'm so tired of that phrase, on the table. On the table, off, off the, the table. table. Ridiculous. This Stop is the, talking like we're in kindergarten. Especially from people who have taken the Constitution yes. off the table. So, let's get as many letters as we can, and they've also... In, um, They've also extended the deadline to Tuesday, November 27th. So just jot a little two-line note on a little greeting card and send it to Nancy Pelosi, care of Cindy for Congress, put re-impeach Dick Cheney, 1260 Mission Street, San Francisco, California, 94103. And keep in mind that impeachment is the trial. Impeachment is an agreement to hold a trial in the House of Representatives, according to the Constitution of the United States, is drawn up 250-some years ago. Uh, Impeachment is not uh, the ability of the Congress all by itself to just declare that Cheney should leave office. Impeachment is, if impeachment passes, that's an agreement to hold a trial in the House. Again, personally, I'm much more interested in imprisonment, but that's going to have to happen a little bit farther down the road. So for now, there you go. And Doreen, thanks for that. And I can just see Bush with his chainsaw, um, you know, cutting down that buck brush, but in a striped suit. So <laughs> let's send him to Crawford to, to play out his sentence. They have chain gangs in Texas. Yeah. They do. Yeah. I've so. seen them working on the roads. But so it's, Bush on the chain gang. And this is, hasn't but this, only if he's found guilty. Exactly, but isn't this... Yeah. <laughs> we have to afford George and Dick what they have refused to afford the people they render in torture, which right. is due process. These guys don't believe in due process. So we could just throw them into Gitmo and waterboard yeah, them. there you go. But I think it would be better, since we want to reclaim our Constitution that we give them what they're refusing. You know, when you hear these right-wing nut jobs on... Oh, Hannity and... Or, or, Bill Orally. Bill Orally is... Uh, they talk about torturing the terrorists as if merely the fact we've grabbed you... Means you're a terrorist. Captured you and dressed you up in an orange suit... That means you're a terrorist. No, it just means you're somebody that's been grabbed. There's been no due process. And so they're not torturing terrorists. They're torturing human beings, some of them children, some yes. of them women. Well, there was a 15-year-old at Gitmo. Uh, they grabbed him off the – and he, he had Canadian. Been, yeah, he was brainwashed by his family that a this Canadian. was the right thing to do. And, um, I mean, this is just – 
this is just wrong. And, and we all also all need to keep on this uh, Scott McClellan deal, this idea that, that McClellan has now outed uh, Bush and Cheney. And, the liar um, in chief. The liar in chief and Andy Card and, uh, and, and Scooter Libby and Carl Rove that this could be the biggest smoking gun we've seen. And the Washington Post buried this story on page 15 yeah. of their paper and, and it's become a neocon newspaper. And even the New York Times, the neocons are getting in there right. and pressuring them right now. They're just confined to the op-ed page, but that's a very important point that McClellan can out Cheney and Bush, and it ends up on, on page, page 15 of, of the Washington Post. Which used to be thought of as a liberal, if not All the president's men. Right. I mean, come on. Ben Bradley, where are you when we need you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, would you, um, let's see, we want to find out, first of all, if uh, we can get a hold of Steve. If you'll expedite that for me, I'll take a short break. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about where InterVision is going. All right. Find Yourself in Paradise with Steve Snyder and Michael Benner right after this. Stay tuned. We'll be back. We're here till 2. We'll be back after a short break. This is the last Friday InterVision show featuring me anyway. There will be a Friday InterVision after me. But it's my last show on uh, InterVision here on KPFK. Stay tuned. More surprises right after this. KPFK Los Angeles on your very own radio. Michael Benner with you till 2 this afternoon, 90.7 FM. And out of Santa Barbara County, 98.7 FM, streaming for the world at kpfk.org. We have a caller who is suggesting that, regarding Doreen's comment about... This is a great idea, by the way. It's a great idea. Sending cards and uh, letters to Nancy Pelosi via Cindy Sheehan. I don't think they'd thought of it, but... Um, the mail, when you send letters to Washington these days, it gets held up for an anthrax scan. So maybe postcards would be even better. And Democrats are the only one who, ones who have ever received anthrax in the mail. Interesting that interesting. no Republicans ever got anthrax in the mail. And that uh, there was no investigation. In yeah, that. that's the thing. Well, we're going to get a lot of investigations, but we need somebody with a spine. And so uh, Nancy Pelosi better butch up or she's going to find herself um, on the outs. And maybe Cindy Sheehan will be the Speaker of the House. And wouldn't that be awesome? Well, we'll leave it to the voters <laughs> to decide. I'm not... Uh, I'm not uh, I don't have a dog. Well, we know Cindy has a spine. We do know that about her. I don't she have definitely, a dog in that fight. She is the... Um, to she, quote Michael Vick. Yeah. <laughs> Let me move forward if uh, it's okay to talk about what is going to happen to this program. You know, my interest in personal development, human potential, self-realization has been with me as long as I can remember. When I was in junior high school and high school, I was reading books about Edgar Cayce. Uh, I would uh, order books on hypnosis that were advertised in Popular Mechanics and uh, sometimes even in uh, comic books uh, when I was a kid. And I remember I was probably 11 or 12 years old reading a hypnosis script to see if I could hypnotize my little brother, uh, who still, by the way, uh, refuses to be hypnotized by me after all these years. I've always been interested in it. And so when I began to do radio, first in Lansing, Michigan, while still in college, later in Detroit in the early 70s, 
And then in the mid-70s, I came to Los Angeles. I worked in Long Beach at KNAC for a while. I worked at K-West. I wonder who remembers K-West on the Sunset Strip next to Tower Records, and broadcasting all over Southern California, worked there. Uh, KLOS, KABC, KLSX, where else? Rain Arrow, 93, um, which is KCBS. Um, and uh, I guess it was really the late 80s. Well, we did part-time work at KLSX in the early 90s. but Yeah, that was fun. Early morning current affairs talk Sunday show. Sunday morning show, yeah. It was great. A lot of folks remember that. And then my... Uh, my my tenure here for the last 14 years as a volunteer, um, all of that time I've been interested in personal development. This is my passion. As you just heard Doreen and I talking about our interest in politics, we brought, we had the good fortune to have Jackson Brown stop by earlier in the hour and he was talking about how much he enjoyed the show, but of course he's a political and social activist. I think that the fact that we've had this opportunity on KPFK, uh, first of all, uh, Gwen, I wish I could remember her last name, the woman who set this up 14 years ago for us. I'll, I'll think of it probably at 201 this afternoon. <laughs> Gwen, wherever you are, thank you for that. But, you know, we've been through four or five general managers since then and probably eight or ten program directors since then, and the program continues because listeners like it. Yes, because listeners support it when the fundraising time comes around and they donate to the station because they believe in the Pacifica mission, they believe in KPFK, but also in consciousness programming because it underlies everything. Consciousness is that which connects every seemingly separated thing to the only thing, to the one thing. It connects everything to everything. It is through consciousness, or what is called love, but most people don't even know what emotional love is, much less spiritual love, or love as consciousness or awareness. And so to have a program like this in the middle of the day says that the listenership understands that in addition to, not instead of, but in addition to our need for political reform in this country, the reform of the way politics is funded, for example, the reform of a, of a corrupt and decadent two-party system that is really a one-party system with two branches to that single party. In addition to political reform and social reform and economic reform and institutional reform, there's got to be some personal reform. Now, people don't talk about it that way. They don't talk about personal reform. We talk about human potential. We'll talk about personal growth and personal development. We'll talk about developing and expanding consciousness and becoming more aware. But if you think about it in the sense, if you bring that into the context of the recognized need, and especially in a democracy, an ongoing, ever-vigilant attitude about the need for a perpetual unfoldment and reforming nature in politics, in social and economic areas, and uh, 
of course, the whole need for institutional reform. That means government itself. That means churches and mosques and synagogues and schools and, my God, corporations. You don't think we don't need reform in corporations? But what's most fundamental is personal reform. That means you have to change yourself to change the world. The idea that if we change the world, we're going to benefit is true enough, but it's not the place to begin. Because then you need other people to change in order for you to benefit. You have to be part of some grand conspiracy, and it begs the questions of, can we get enough people on board? Can we get the word out? Can How are we going to tell people about the rally or get them registered to vote or this or that or whatever? But if you put the emphasis where it belongs, on growing yourself, on your own personal reform, then everything benefits from that, you see. That's reform the individual, change who you are, grow, develop, unfold, your nature. You have a higher nature. There are parts of you that each of us get glimpses of from time to time that reveal a potential that is largely untapped. And when you listen to programs like this, you find out how to get at that potential. For example, the peace movement becomes not just stop war and conflict and violence, but it becomes rooted in an inner peace movement that says peace, you know, is more than the appearance of things. That's the way Plato would say it. It's not merely the appearance of no more antagonisms or no more violence or no more conflict or adversity. Because as long as there is injustice in the world and I think there probably always will be injustice in the world. Then there's going to be antagonism. And there's going to be people that cannot handle that well. And so there will be violence. There will be force. There will be greed. There will be evil in the world. But the best thing we can do to contribute to that is work on ourselves. And that's why I think a program like this is so very, very, very important. And uh, that's why I'm excited to say that even though Intervision, the Friday edition that I've done here for all of these years and that began in my youth, will continue just because I don't really have a choice but to do it. It's so inextricably linked to who I am and to what I do. And hopefully we will be able to stay on the radio here. We'll get approval from this committee or that committee and it some point we can go ahead and say what we thought we were able to say last week, that um, we'll do a Michael Benner show with Doreen Key, and it'll be more current events driven, but all of that's up in the air. The one thing that is decided, and the one thing that really has already begun, the one thing about this transition that you can count on, is that we're just changing the name of this program and taking it from broadcast to broadband. You can continue to hear this program in a in a new way, in a new form. And uh, I'm going to add my partner and, well, next to Doreen, my best friend, Steve Snyder, who's, who introduced me to you, actually. I know. He's one of my best friends, too. 
an amazing guy. And there's something that you that happens with you and Steve. It's sort of like I compare it to um, the, when the Beatles were separate and then they came together. They were better together. And there's something, there's a like a third entity that emerges when you and Steve, because your energies are um, simpatico, but they're also very different. And uh, well, so focuspassion.com. I listened to last week's podcast twice because the meditation was so amazing. I love it that you can finally, after 20 years of me, well, I've been listening to you since 1983. I've never heard you do a, never heard you do a, a meditation on the air. And so it was really cool last week. Uh, the the Focus Passion um, podcast was amazing. Well, I'm glad you brought it up because that is one of the benefits of going to the Internet. We could never do meditation on the radio. Still can't. It's not allowed. Uh, it's not like people driving cars are going to suddenly fall into a trance and drive off the road. But, uh, you know... Their reaction time might be slowed a little bit. They might be a little more distracted because these are very, very powerful states of mind and states of inner awareness, expanded awareness, where you really have to tune away from your physical senses and sensations. So that's one of the wonderful things about going to broadband is that uh, we'll be able to do this kind of a program, the benefit of two hosts, Steve and myself, and what we like to call the amazing audio journeys. And if we got Steve on the phone, Stephen, are you there? Hello, Stephen. Michael. Yeah, now we got you. Hi, how are you? I am fabulous. I'm finding myself here in paradise. I have, <laughs> somehow I knew you were. Yes, Steve. Well, did you hear about our surprise guest earlier this hour? I did not. Yeah, we were just sitting here doing the show, and Jackson Brown walked down the hallway. Whoa! So we brought Jackson in. He sat here for about 15 minutes and talked about how he liked this program and loved this radio station and wanted to know all about the podcast we're doing, Finding Yourself in Paradise. Oh, far out. And he's on his way to see Bonnie Raitt right now. Yep. So, and Graham, oh, didn't he say? Yeah. And Graham, too. So. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. It's exciting saw, to know. We here on Mallory last time you were here. <laughs> I know. It's you, yeah. it's surprising what you find in paradise yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're finding yourself in paradise. We mentioned that. We did mention that. Steve, I, wanna, I just got a couple of minutes left in the show, and I want to give you the opportunity to uh, talk about this podcast, this uh, webcast or netcast. I'm afraid if we call it a Podcast people are going to think they have to have one of those iPods to listen to it. Tell well, us how you can't it works. Listen that way, but there's lots of ways you can listen. You can listen right on your computer or any MP3 player, however you want to listen. The cool thing is, it's like TiVo for the radio because you get to listen whenever you want. You don't have to listen at a certain hour. And like we've we've been saying over and over again, we couldn't do the audio journey parts when we were doing broadcast. Now that we're doing this webcast, we can actually have people close their eyes, take them into this amazing focused passion state, and instead of just theorizing on how to get better, we can actually help people in the process of getting better. By taking them to that state, we can focus their concentration, we can bring up their passion, and, and in that state of focused passion, with both minds working together at the same thing, that's the most powerful state humans can achieve. And we don't just talk about the theory of getting there, we actually take people to that state in this, this amazing audio journey. Well, they're fun, and I've certainly enjoyed listening to 
the first three, and I think tomorrow or Sunday, I think Sunday, Program 4 is going to go out. So tell people how they subscribe. Well, it's as easy as it can be. Just go to FocusedPassion.com, and you'll see this little video of Michael and I saying, Welcome to Paradise, <laughs> and all you have to do is just uh, hit the little button that says subscribe here, and it's it's all of 99 cents a week. I mean, it's really a delivery charge, you know. And it's, it's an incredible program. I mean, Michael and I take you through the, the concept of focused passion in every show, but each show has a different focus. Like, like the one show we talked about the higher self, and another show we talk about happiness, and another uh, the power of emotions, and all kinds of different subjects, ranging from physical and mental and spiritual and emotional, and just personal mastery. And, and to me, the most wonderful part about the audio journey is, and, and the whole process is, it's just an escape from life. For an hour or so a week, people can put on their headphones or, or kick back and, and take a vacation, literally a vacation from their stressful life, because during this experience, they let go of all their physical tension, all their emotional anxiety, all of their mental confusion, and they experience relaxation and calmness and clarity. It's just a wonderful vacation from the, the stresses of life. So find yourself in paradise. It's been so fun watching the subscriptions roll in because I think most of the people that have subscribed so far are people who've been listening to the podcasts of this radio program. Right. And all these people that are listening to this radio program that have been listening zealously for 14 years now, if they want this kind of material, this magnificent stuff that you've been talking about for all these years, they can still have it. They can still have you in it and a taste of me and the audio journeys. Yeah. Simply by going to FocusedPassion.com and, and subscribing now. It's, it's so powerful that what we can do being off the radio and in, into your computers, because these audio journeys, you know, we, we could only theorize before, but now we can actually have people experience the real joy of this, this powerful, focused, passion state. So all you people who have been listening to Michael for all these years, you've probably heard me before. I've been on this show dozens of times. In fact, I think I've been a guest on Michael's show more times than anybody. You are. Even Timothy Leary. Yeah. You Leary fight, you know. Oh, you've yeah. only because you outlived him. I did, I did. I, Actually, Timothy was one and you were two, but you outlived him, so now you're the most popular uh, guest. Ever. There you go. And so I'm, I'm imploring all of you people who have been listening to Michael all these years and listening to me off and on as well, join us on these podcasts because this is going to be the best thing we've ever done. I love listening to Michael. I've been listening to Michael for 30 years now, and I know some of you have been listening as long as I have, and I love listening well, that sounds a little egocentric, but boy, when I play my videos of me or watch, listen to my stuff, I love that. But the stuff Michael and I do together, somehow we raise each other to a new level, a, a higher level than we, we experience by ourselves. I think mean, one of the reasons he says stuff I never heard before, which makes yeah. me say stuff he's never heard before, and we come up with all this neat it's new true. stuff. So it's, it's true. Fun. Lots of fun. Come join us. It's, we call it the living room tapes. It's almost like sitting in the living room with Steve and Michael listening to a conversation I think it's sort of like Garrison Keillor meets Socrates. You know, it's sort of like sort of like homespun, you know, conversation and some amazing ancient wisdom. I mean, you know, Michael's been studying the ageless wisdom. That's even the name of his website for a long, long time. And we've been able to pull out of all of the brilliance of the Socrates and the Plato's and the Aristotle's, the real wisdom that has lasted through through the ages about honesty and integrity and finding. Your higher, higher self, the, the morals and ethics and values that are inherent inside of you, all this stuff is ancient. 
Steve, we right. got to run. We're all out of time, but I'll see you in paradise in a few days. Well, I'm looking forward to week it. After and, next. And, yeah, keep a candle in the window for us. There you go. Focuspassion.com, listeners. Come on, climb up and join join us. Thanks, in Steve. Paradise. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. See you soon. Do that now. Focusedpassion.com. Put an ED. It's focused. Focused. F-O-C-U-S-E-D. Focusedpassion.com. 99 cents a week. You can use your debit card, your ATM card, um, you know, any account that you want to use. Uh, but I think it's essentially priceless. It's, it's a delivery fee. It's We're priceless. 99 it. cents a week. Help us out and help yourself out, too. Again, the first three programs have already gone out. The fourth program goes out day after tomorrow. FocusedPassion.com. Doreen, thank you for today. Thank you so much for letting me be on the final Intervision show. I love your listeners. And I bringing Jackson Brown in. That yeah, was cool. well, that was so cool. But thank you, everybody. And and uh, I want to say, find us in paradise. And continue to listen to Intervision Monday through Friday. I'm pretty sure who's going to do this show, but it's still in committee, I guess. So it'll be here. Continue to listen to Richard Bird and Nita Valens, Lisa Gar on Wednesday and.